Have you never watched Doug? No. You psychopath. Hello, Herd, and welcome to another episode of the Herd Main Show. I'm your Herd Leader, John Wayne. And I'm disappointed in you. And that's fine. And uh, welcome to another episode where we get to talk about something we love very dearly, nearly, and blessedly. You? Star Wars. Oh. And, and you. And you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this is the bit of Nerd Herder where we talk about the thing that makes Nerd Herder Nerd Herder. Uh, we love a lot of many things, but none like Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the reason for the season. That's the reason for the season. Um, the reason for the greason? I, I don't know about that. Reason but, for the breason. Hey. So, um, yeah, and it may seem weird uh, to those that have been longtime listeners that we're talking about Star Wars Rebels on the main show, and we have reasons for that, um, but you're going to have to wait until the end of the show to hear that, because I know how to market, mm. or, or you could just fast forward, I guess, but uh, <laughs> don't, because then the men in black will come for you, the smoking man, man will, we have will your find parents. you, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> crime, <laughs> Um, but no, ideally you'll uh, enjoy the episode, uh, enjoy us talking about Star Wars, and then at the end you'll be excited with us. We're excited about some things happening with the podcast, and we're yeah. excited to share it. I'm excited constantly. I had the monster this morning, so I'm yeah, just still feeling it. you're just riding it. high. Um, so today's excitement has to do with, obviously, the theme of the episode, Star Wars Rebels. Um, yeah. And this is uh, uh, perfectly named uh, Rebels Rewatch, which is the name of our series where we recount uh, Rebels episodes because I love Rebels. I and, like Rebels too. Uh, yes, and it's your it's your first time. It's it's really chronicling that, um, mm-hmm. much like our uh, Clone Wars rewatch, which doesn't roll as well as Rebels rewatch. Yeah, but um, that show was all about hey, you discovering this new thing of Star Wars you love, and so of course then we move to the next great show of Star Wars. Um, although at first not necessarily as beloved. Um, yeah. Which, I don't know if you dealt with any of that of just, like, what is this? Hashtag, where's Clone Wars Season 7? Well, like, I, we had the benefit of going directly from Clone Wars to Rebels. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was very little time in between where I had time to miss Clone Wars, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I certainly missed a lot of the elements of Clone Wars in Rebels, but it's an entirely new story. Yeah. So I appreciate it appreciated it for what it was and i think partly because the decision had been made for you mm-hmm. like it existed by the time you came to we started uh 10 years after the uh clone wars film released in 2008 2018 we started star wars uh nerd herder and yeah and one of the things we knew we were gonna do was clone wars um the idea being like we're gonna talk about Things we already know we both love Mm -hmm. on the main show. And then there's this other thing where it's just me exposing you to other things I don't know if you're going to like, but I hope you do. And it turns out it's one of your favorite things. And um, Dave Filoni once threatened you. (laughs) Yes, he did. He did threaten me. It was Uh, was lovely. Yeah. He's such uh, an adorable don't, human don't being. Don't tell me your favorites or I'll kill him. (laughs) Exactly. That is almost verbatim what he said. Um, So, you know, but... By that point, Rebels had, I think, been over. Um, mm-hmm. I think by that point it was over and we were moving on to Resistance or in Resistance. Um, time, like, actual timeline. My brain is so full of Star Wars timelines that real-life timelines are very askew to me. So Yeah, Hoover but, is the president. All right. But <laughs> either way, you didn't have a choice of, like, Clone Wars wasn't canceled for you. It was over. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to get... Uh, to experience season seven's return together with you liking it and with me and and all the history and everything. But by and large, I mean, I think the difference, both in my opinion and a lot of people's opinion, was just the fact that this, you know, Clone Wars got canceled for this. And it felt like you were weighing the scale of like, you know, would we have rathered another season of Clone Wars or would we have rathered this? Yeah. You know me. I, I'm okay with closure in many different forms. Yes, like, I envy that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Other times I'm just like, no, more. 
More. <laughs> I don't. Here, allow me to pour peanut M&Ms into your mouth. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. That image is burned into my brain for the rest of my life. Right. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, Ten congratulations. Yeah. Um, what was I Closure. <laughs> Closure. Closure is great. Um, I close off one thought and know. move on to another. <laughs> but, like, I, I feel like I was okay with where they left the story in general. Yeah, I mean, with what we get through the lock, I think a lot of people have gone back and looked at season six very like, oh, that's not as good now because only when you realize that wasn't the end mm-hmm. and we have a more proper end, which I think feels better because it leads right into episode three, which to a point was some of their plans, but I don't think what we got was what we were going to get, if that makes sense. So yeah, I get you. It's one of those things. I think we got the the right thing that wouldn't have happened if the other thing hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like going back to see season six now, it's kind of just like, oh, this is not as pretty of a bow as it was when this was it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Like, but. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I think, I think that. Overall, that's not a huge thing. It's just more so, it's just like, now that we've gotten the actual end, mm-hmm. this just feels like, you know, a pre-after party. Like, it's a little much, a little uh, premature, yeah. is the word. Well, like, I forgot about, you know, other episodes happening after Ahsoka's farewell. Mm-hmm. That was completely voiped from my mind mm-hmm. after that. So, I just, I was treating that like the end of the story for the longest time. Gotcha. Which, in my opinion... I'm okay. It's okay. It's a pretty good ending. Yeah. Like, I, it was just emotional enough. It was closure of one character story. Right. Well, I would have been okay if that was it. And that was the main thing of the rest of it, which I get wouldn't have made, made as much sense to do because then it's just chronicling, hey, here's Ahsoka post-Jedi. Um, that's the Ahsoka show. That's not the Clone Wars show. You know, we're, we're kind of shifting our focus there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um but th- we're not talking about Clone Wars. No, we're not. You, you could be confused by this random Clone Wars conversation. But no, so yeah. either way, Clone Wars ends, Rebels comes along. I wasn't as happy at first. I've said that before. But then going back and, and giving a second chance to it, I really fell in love with the show. So getting the chance to introduce you to it was very exciting. So by this point, um, if you've kept up, again, longtime listeners, if you've been with us for the past year, then you know that we've been chronicling. We've so far chronicled the first two seasons of Star Wars Rebels. Yes, yes we have. And so this episode is kind of to serve as both, uh, because we've been, I think, two and a half, three months now without, um, or maybe not that, that much, but it's been a while since we followed up on that. It's been a good minute. And so we've kind of wanted it both for ourselves and just for the sake of um, the podcast, be able to go back and say, hey, here's where we are emotionally with what we've had so far. And um, here's looking ahead and everything like that. And so um, not a detail for detail, you know, verbatim recount of the first two seasons, but just kind of a, a highlight reel of, yeah. of our favorite things and, and, and uh, biggest moments. I thought you were going to stop the sentence that is, this is here we are emotionally. And I was going to be like, is this going to be a three hour episode? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I don't have enough uh, content. Well, I have the content. I don't have the bandwidth. It's just um, three hours to let you know where I'm at. Guttural, emotional screaming. Right, just tiny, tiny screams from the void. And so I think overall, um, if you can kind of recount where you were first jumping in, you've already kind of mentioned like you didn't have as much hang up on going from Clone Wars to this, which is largely a personality thing, I think. But overall, based on expectations going into Rebels versus mm-hmm. where you are now, how would you kind of? elaborate that oh um well i i think i've made it clear on the podcast that i am incredibly easy and also incredibly picky for different reasons about different things <laughs> which is i'm, I'm a multi so it's complicated being. it's complicated <laughs> i am a multi-dimensional being <laughs> I, I i am a multi-dimensional i was trying to make a adventure zone reference but i couldn't remember the entire quote <laughs> Uh, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How do you like Rebels? I like it. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think the first season was slow 
mm-hmm. a little slower than I was used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, like I said, just coming off the heels of Clone Wars, like literal war zone. Um, I I remember really latching on to the whole skullduggery and sc- scum and villainy, even mm-hmm. though, you know, they are the good guys. Yeah, I mean, it's still a little dirty. It's still very down mm-hmm. down to the ground versus um, other things we've seen. And I think, though, some of the slowness and some of the um, the difference in pace is because we're kind of in the trench of it. It's not a full galactic war. It's much yeah. more guerrilla than that. And so, and that's the whole appeal of seeing this through this little rebel family and how they grow along the way mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, even how they outgrow the rebellion, you know, kind of looking ahead to season three and four. It's like, it's interesting how they grow and then regress. Mm-hmm. But really what seems like regression is really more growth, but they're just growing in a different path than what we would consider the rest of the galaxy. Cause we see the yeah. rebellion, like, well, everybody in the galaxy wants the rebellion to succeed, but then there's these people that are like, "Yeah, we want the rebellion to succeed, but we want it to su- we want it to succeed. We want it to win our way." And mm-hmm. for us, that's got to do with our family, and it's almost a seemingly selfish thing, but we all have that. Like, we can't all save the world, and you know, at, at some point, we have to save the little bit of the world we have, which mm-hmm. I think is the the journey of the rebels and yeah. uh, the ghost crew. I think, to oversimplify it, um, I think Clone Wars was a story about loyalty uh, in a lot of different spaces. Like, overall, that's the biggest thing that I got from that. I think that Rebels, so far, is a story, like you said, about family. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am a sucker for found family stories. Yeah. Like, I, I love the concept of choosing the people that love you. Yeah, I mean, it's important, and, mm-hmm. and Star Wars has always kind of had a feature of that, and Rebels is very much that on uh, adrenaline and everything, mm-hmm. and so um, I think season one, I, I will say, like, season one, the biggest standout to me, um, not like favorites or anything, just the biggest thing, like, rewatching that stood out was, I remember the Grand Inquisitor being bigger and scarier yeah. than he actually was. Dude, I lo- he's I, such a good character. Yeah, I have to preface and say, I really like, I, I love the design of Utapowans, and so mm-hmm. to have him as a villain, he just looks very Nosferatu. Um, it's why he lended himself to Kevin Scott's, you know, uh, Return to Vader, Vader's Castle, where he was the very, like, evil, vampiric-looking kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things design-wise that look good. He's placed played by Jason Isaacs, Jer- Jason Jer- Isaacs. Jason Isaacs. I think. Um I think so. Malfoy. Yeah. Malfoy's dad. Um again, real like if we're talking character names, it's there. Real people, they don't exist. So I, I just really enjoyed it and so like I was excited to be like, "Oh, this is the bad guy. This is going to be great. You're going to love it." And then for me, I'm sitting there like, "Wait. He's not he's not here. He's not there more." Like mm-hmm. Oh, and then he's gone. And I just like I still it rung deeper with me that, like, he's over in the first season. Yeah. It's like, so weird. And I, while we were watching it, I remember turning to you and being like, well, he's cheating. He's not actually spinning the light. <laughs> right. And that was my point of contention. <laughs> was, like, everything else about this character is fantastic. Right. But he's cheating. They, they found a way to cheat at what Ray Park does. Yeah. So, um... Nobody's a spinny boy like him. Yeah. I, I really, um... I love the Inquisitor stuff. I love the blend of Sith and Empire, and I've said that, I think, before. Mm-hmm. Because it's so weird sometimes how we go from, like, you know, Palpatine's whole thing is Sith, and, but then the Empire. Why soldiers? Why this, you know, Nazi-esque regime and all this other stuff? Like, why not just use your Sith people to do stuff? And it's just, like, it's more interesting seeing it through here especially in season two when more inquisitors show up Mm -hmm. of like it's there in the shadows and like that's always been palpatine's thing oh yeah and that's what works best is if he just outright you know red sabers ablazing went to overtake the galaxy it would have gone very different and he wouldn't have had 20 years of success you know more than that palpatine's whole thing is the rule of two big i don't even even agree with that I, well, that's the thing, is, like, he will fudge that line so much. Well, It's like, they're technically not Sith, they're technically Alkalites. Yeah, but well, I, you know. I don't even think he, I mean, we obviously, in-universe, don't get a moment where it's confronted, like, yeah. you know, you know, 
reports have said that you don't agree with the rule of two. Is that true? Like, we don't get that. <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I just, I think the reason he won, whereas other Sith didn't, is because he recognized, he took the better parts of the Sith and then mixed it with the better parts of politics and, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, he did a boom flip. Real stuff. Like, like, it's like when you take, um, you know, some evil religion and combine it with military might and intelligence and then also other like pseudo religion stuff and everything because he did he he worked with sith alchemy he worked with things that were very night sister-esque and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff so he wasn't tied down to any one thing he just cared about what gave him the power to win and so i think that's very under the radar but it's very there in rebels where like it's more to do with his overall plans for galactic Galactic denomination. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, everything serves that purpose. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a, a purpose for keeping everybody else distracted while that's happening. Yeah. And that's the Empire. And I just think it's cool. We've watched some X-Files that are very similar to this plot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, any, any big moments in um, season one for you? Um, I know... I, I forgot how uh, quickly we got C-3PO and R2, yeah. Lando, all that stuff. It's like, they really wasted no time with the cameos. <laughs> yeah, like, the Lando episode was fantastic. I don't think season one was the Hondo episode, the first one. What do you mean, Hondo episode? The, well, the first episode where Hondo shows up and No. Rebels. I think that's um, season two. Yeah, I don't think he shows up until season two. Yeah. They actually saved some cameos for season of two. Of course. <laughs> um, I loved Chopper. In all things that oh, he yeah. does. So, favorite favorite ghost group? Favorite ever? ghost remember? Ooh. Don't make me choose between Sabine and Chopper. Because <laughs> I love the book like, so Like, who, who you want to be versus who you are. Yes. <laughs> which is which, you decide. <laughs> um, I think, like, if we were to boil down our personalities to the bare minimum, we would be Zeb and Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chopper. Interchangeably. I'm Chopper. Okay, I'll be Zeb. I got freaky feet. Because you actually have a good bone in your body. Like, he loves Ezra deep down. He's actually a nice guy. And I've grown up with siblings. Yeah, no, I I love my mom, and that's it. I've killed everybody else. (laughs) Um, I I love Chopper. Uh, He's the most fun. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite is still Kanan. Like, forever, especially since the ending of the show, Kanan's been my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, um, and it's mostly because he's such an epicenter to the rest of the crew. Like, there's so many. And, um, you know, obviously the main benefactor of his relationship is Ezra. But then, you know, romantically we have Hera. And then in season three, we're going to start to see stuff with um, Sabine. And obviously there's stuff with Zeb, his best buddy. There's nothing with Chopper, but that's just normal. Um, So he's just like, he is the, he's such a guiding light to all the other characters but he's also such a blend of, I want to be a good Jedi and I want to be a good person and those things aren't necessarily interchangeable. Like, I don't have to give up one to do the other. Yeah. Um, You know, coming from him just living life outside of Jedi stuff. Tragically, yes, but nonetheless, still, he has the experience to be like, there's times to be a Jedi and then there's just times to be a good person. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I think that's a benefit for him, you know, leaving... The yeah. temple, so young. Um, well, well, he didn't yeah, have forcibly there. evicted. Um, and I still, like, season one, like, I love that big first heroic reveal of just, like, all right, I guess I'm going to be Kanan Jarrus Jedi Knight today. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love how he, you know, we talk about reluctant heroes all the time and, like, uh, lore and everything like that. And it's just I it very much, like, burdened by by this weight of being one of the last with a good and right moral compass and what yeah. to do with that. And and his whole thing is, dang it, I've got to teach this kid. <laughs> dang it, I have to be a father. Right. I've got to I've got to help these people. And it's just like, and that's real. Yeah. That's real. That's my job. That's yeah, real. One hundred percent. I want to help people. That doesn't mean people are necessarily great to work with. Exactly. <laughs> like I've I've dealt with so many teenagers that I'm just like, I want you to be the person that I know you can be, mm-hmm. but ooh, <laughs> right. Um, so, but uh, yes. I, sorry. So, big moments from season one. Anything before we kind of move 
to some a, a little bit more energetic stuff. You mentioned it earlier, but the absolute like surprise that was the Grand Inquisitor's death. Yeah, like I, I, just into a reactor. Yeah. Goodbye. I thought. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just no. it. I just remember, and that's something just so significant of the week to week thing, and that's why I love that that's continuing, um, in in certain modern media mm-hmm. because. I, I have to think it was just that. It was just waiting for the next thing. It just, it, it felt like everything was just so much heavier, took so much longer, and was more important. Mm-hmm. And I still sort of feel that, but now going back, it's just like, no, it's really, it's not that big of a point of their story. Yeah. It's a it's a chapter, you know, um, versus feeling like this is book one. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if we're talking like a whole book to itself, season two is much more oh, that. Like, it's, it's a thick boy. Yeah, um, you know the. I feel the biggest thing being bringing back Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, that's. A big <laughs> I, just, one. I just I feel like that's the biggest point. I mean, yeah, arguably season two is about that journey. Yeah, and like coming from you know the years gaps, years of gap between you know Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. That was significant. Like, yeah. the last time we saw Ahsoka, she was walking away. Yeah. And now she's here. She is the fulcrum. Well, like, and, and again, she's doing, like, I'm being a good person. I'm not necessarily being a good Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't this isn't a Jedi thing. This is, you know, it's so many elements of what I love about Luke in The Last Jedi of, like, light isn't a Jedi thing. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's this idea of, I don't have to be a Jedi to be doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, I don't have to be a Jedi to help people. That line of the Jedi or the Force doesn't belong to the Jedi and the Force doesn't belong to the Sith. It yeah, is it's so no significant. Yeah, it, like, it's absolutely no one's and yet absolutely everyone's. Dude, that is the most significant teaching about the Force we've ever received, and it came from a movie that people panned. Oh yeah, people still like that movie is incredible, and it teaches us so much about the Jedi walk. Yeah, that is just completely ignored by some fans. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes me wonder and. I, I don't want him to. I, I, it just, it's more of a, like, man, because Ryan Johnson gets this so much, I would love to know what he would do with these things. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's certain characters and certain stories, because of the way he sees things, mm-hmm. they would go so well together and everything. Um, not that I think that Ryan Johnson or any one per- Like, Star Wars doesn't belong to Ryan Johnson. It doesn't belong to Dave Filoni. It doesn't belong to George Lucas. It, Thank it, you. It's no one's and everyone's, and it's just... I just think that everyone brings something great to Star Wars. Yes. And I think he brings something great that we see elements of here, of that idea of breaking past. Like, you've got to have this power, and you've got to have this uh, righteousness. And Like, Ezra's whole thing, season one, is like, that's a Jedi. I have to be that. I can save Mm -hmm. my parents. I can save the galaxy. I can hurt the Empire. No. That's stupid. That's not, that's, number one, not what a Jedi does. Number two, that's not actually going to ever happen. What you have to do is be a better person. You have to be a good person, a leader. You have to be a friend. Like mm-hmm. It's stuff like that where it's very much like, if you came here to be a Jedi that can beat the First Order, it's not going to work, sweetie. It's just like, let's work on something else, like therapy, <laughs> like yes. she should have had. Um, oh, although Luke wouldn't be qualified for no. therapy. It, it no, he one. would not. Um, so yeah, we get Ahsoka. So... You, did you know about that before it was happening? Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything with that? Like, would you have rather she stayed away and be done? Or, like, it, imagine a world where Ahsoka never came back. If she just walked away from the Jedi Order and she's just out there somewhere while all the other stuff is happening, would you have been okay with that? Or do you like that she got reintroduced? Well, the thing is, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters. So I'm always happy to see her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I love her. I love her. So much. I love you. I love you. I love you more than Ahsoka. Thank you. Differently. I appreciate that. Um, I love you more than Ryan Johnson. <laughs> that's, that's a huge But Ryan Johnson, if you want on the show, please let me know. We love you. Hey, you can just talk to me. You don't have to talk to Megan. She doesn't have to be here. Hey. Just talk to me. Hey, huh? I want to talk to Ryan Johnson. Hi. Yes? What? I want to talk to Ryan Johnson. Ahsoka? <laughs> I'm gonna kick that's you. called a bit I'm going to kick you under the stable you can't, haha, my comics are in the you way <laughs> in the bits <laughs> anyway, anyway. My, not my comics no, I'm just kidding. anyway, Ahsoka anyway, Ahsoka yeah. 
Uh, that's our next uh, show title. Anyway, Ahsoka. Anyway, Ahsoka. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I love Ahsoka. Anyway, like yeah. I, well, I love the concept of her being the fulcrum. Of yes. The rebellion. Yeah. It's again a thing I'm kind of envious, but like also like stop it. Like you're just happy to have the thing you love. Yeah. You don't really think too much about it. Um, Head empty, just Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, again, what I love about it is that she's reintroduced in a way where she's not recanting on what she's done as a character of Jedi suck I'm out (laughs) you know she doesn't go back on that of just like no I'm a Jedi now and I have felt that I have felt that so hard oh yeah like leaving an institution of just like hey y'all kind of suck we're gonna I'm gonna work on myself out here right you guys take care of yourselves right um, she's yeah. just w- looking at the security cam of Mace fighting Palpatine, and it's just like, oh, too bad I'm only a civilian. Later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, that's some shade. Just the double deuce as you walk by. Um, um, yeah, I, I'm just happy to see Ahsoka. Well, and then we get another of your favorite characters mm-hmm. reintroduced. So, Anna, like, do you have anything in terms of feelings as far as, like, we get both Ahsoka, we get Rex. Does it feel like a Clone Wars takeover at any point to you, or? Not personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed the reintroduction of the clones. Like, I, I thought that was a great episode. Yeah. I, I'm just happy to see clones. I, I really, like... I, I still uh, wish, retroactively, that we'd gotten more Wolf and Gregor. Mm-hmm. I love Rex. I do. Rex but is I just, fantastic. Uh, I would have loved more PTSD Wolf and more... Well, PTSD his, Gregor, too, I guess. PTSD plays out differently. His dumb uh, you freaking know. mustache. I feel like they all represent a different version of PTSD of, yeah. hey, I never quit. You know, there's no such thing as a retired Marine. And then you got the other guy of just like, no, everybody's an enemy. They're all out to get us. And our Jedi are going to come back and pay us back. And then the other guy that's just like, wee! <laughs> you know, I'm just happy <laughs> to be here. It's just like, it all plays out differently. I bet they all drink a whole lot more than they should, though. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um uh, gotta mention B-Wings. I love B-Wings. Of course. That's, you love the B-Wings. You know, that's in there. Um, you know, I love that every season has a thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, this one had the B-Wings. Season 3 has the Y-Wings. I'm just like, my loves. I, I Welcome. I'm there, Thank too. you to the party. You're always there. Um, I appreciate that you're getting all of this out before I talk about my boy. <laughs> what? Well, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's... I don't... I, that can take over easily. So yes. I'm just trying to think, is there any... If there's anything else significant about how you feel about season one, but mostly like season two kind of mm-hmm. going, I, I have to throw out the whole thing of the whole Sindula family thing. Yes, that was very good. Um, I, I love the idea that, and I've said it on Rebels Rewatch before, like everybody in the ghost crew is doing what they're doing because they in some way or another have been hurt by the Republic and Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're one mass and that's just like, they're all products of the previous war but they all also handle it completely different. And no more directly do we get that than with Hera because literally her dad is still fighting the war the way he's always fought it instead of supporting his daughter who's fighting it the better way. Um, you know, yep. it's just like, it's so interesting because everyone else, it's just like, well, Kanan's master's dead. Zeb's family's dead, except not. I mean, his family's dead, but like all the other people are still there and he yeah. finds them their home. That that happens in season two. That does happen. Nice episode. But Maul shows up, so it's kind of overweighed. Um, yeah. Sabine, we get her story in season three, so I can't talk about it. But uh, Ezra, parents dead. You know, uh-huh. it's like they spoke out. He spoke out, but then he followed up with it. Not that I don't think his parents wouldn't have done something, but he took it. He was the action to the words. Yes, that his parents I agree. Spoke. So everyone else, though, they don't get a direct comparison like that of like how you are continuing the fight your mentor, teacher, family, parents began. But then Hera gets a direct, like, this is how I'm fighting my war. Yeah, she is the Cassian of the crew where, like, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. Right. And and all the reason not to keep doing what she's doing and Mm -hmm. yet. But also it changes the thing of her. She's not being difficult when she's like, Kanan, we have to help them. Like, she's not being um, selfish when she's like, I love my family, but we have to help the rebels we're part of a bigger picture because it's the same thing she her dad's literally like i don't care about everybody else i care about mm-hmm. ryloth i care about my people whatever gets that done it's just like yeah you see how she gets the morals she gets 
because of how she was raised. I I don't remember who said it or what episode it's in, but I know it's from Rebels, where someone just says the galaxy is a lot bigger than this. Yeah. And I think about that so much with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's like, the galaxy is so big, and right. there's so many different planets, so much happening on each individual planet that we could have stories for forever. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. But, when I think we will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, like, I love that attitude mm-hmm. from Hera of, like, this is so much bigger than my petty little disagreement right now. Doing the needs of the many outweigh the needs, outweigh of, the few. The needs of the few or, or the, the one. one. Um, and that's what's so interesting, again, about how she's both the antithesis of it's bigger than us, but at mm-hmm. the same time, us is the main priority. Yes. Like, she's not willing to give up her family, but she's also not willing to ignore everyone else for the sake of her family. It's, like, such an interesting dichotomy. It's it's just yeah. such a, like, goals thing. Like, man, I wish I had it together enough to be able to make those kinds of decisions and everything. But Yeah. She's a modern woman. She's, she's amazing. Trying to have it all. Although, she does wish that she had more time to seek out the Dark Forces and join their hellish crusade. I feel like that's a quote from something, and I don't know what it is. That is a quote from Adam's family. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I should know that, I guess. You should. I I watch the movies for fun. I don't necessarily take in everything like a sponge, like with Star Wars. Well, the thing is, I want to be Morticia when I grow up. But I also don't give enough of a care about my appearance to be Morticia. (laughs) Right. I I just, I can't You're Morticia (laughs) in, in spirit alone. Exactly. And I love my husband. That's the big part of Morticia. I love you. I love you, um, So, speaking of loves, all right, yes, finally, we can hey, talk hey, about, hey. because leading to the end in the big build-up, the thing I was most excited to show you, mm-hmm. um, where we left off with season two, the finale, is with the introduction and tease of more with uh, Maul. Yes. I Good on you for asking my favorite crew member and not my favorite character in Rebels. Because you know the answer to that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, that yeah, he wins by default. Like, yeah. if Boba had showed up, I would, like, he wins. He's would, my big he wins. boy. He's my favorite boy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you knew it was coming because I kind of promised it for a while. It wasn't any big mm-hmm. surprise and everything. That's but, how you get me to watch stuff. Yeah, Darth Maul's <laughs> in it. Was, but was there any big standouts? Was there any big things where it's just, like, either you hoped for or your favorite things that did happen since you usually don't have huge expectations? Yeah, I, that's... My main character flaw, character trait, is I have no expectations yeah. whatsoever. Like I said, head empty, just Maul and Ahsoka. That's all. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, 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 knew, I know where Maul's story is coming to an end. Because yeah. that was spoiled for me. Well, again, guys... to be fair, you, it's years after and you're on Star Wars Twitter. People yeah. are going to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Like, I, I, know I don't think there's been anything you haven't been spoiled lot. on. Except maybe a couple things. Yeah. And I'm really trying to protect those for season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, no real expectations. I, I just, I'm just happy to see him mm-hmm. all the time. Like, yeah. I, I love what Sam Weber has done with the character of Maul. I've said that so many times on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But he has taken Maul from the spitty boy who just does cool flips and, you know, soon we will reveal ourselves. Yeah. To... A uh, incredibly multi-dimensional character. Yeah. Like if uh, you just a character. Like yeah. that's more than he was in episode one. Absolutely. I mean, in episode one, he was just cool looking. Yeah. That's it. But um, if you listen to his monologue in the old man mall mm-hmm. scene, you get his story of basically why he is the way that he is right now. Why he's trying to unlock, you know, the dark forces. Yeah. Because, you know, he he had no family. Mm-hmm. He was ripped from his mother. He was trained and thrown away by his master. Mm-hmm. He had his legs chopped off. Like, this boy has been through he's some stuff. He's had a stuff. lot of problems. Lieutenant life. Dan, you ain't he, got no legs. Yeah, he's faced a lot. Like, and I, he's such a character study in what spite can do to you. Yeah. Like, it. Yeah, he is an incredibly powerful being. He is a very skilled sword fightist, you know, an incredibly accomplished Sith, like one of the most well-known Sith, mm-hmm. but also not a Sith, but yeah. also a crime well, lord. No Sith, but I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, he might not have 
Again, he learned from his master. He, yeah, he, definitely. He takes the good things of the Sith and then combines it with worldly knowledge and everything like that. Let's say dark side user. Incredibly yeah. accomplished dark side I mean, user. We don't have a way of identifying them outside of Sith. Like, yeah. you know, Sith have kind of dominated. This is what dark side users are. Yeah. But yeah, Maul and Palpatine, although Palpatine's more Sith, I would say, but not, yeah. compl- not, not classic Sith. No, not at all. Maul very much breaks the box. Oh yeah, the box is completely shattered. Yeah. Um, a crime lord, like, just insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. He got there through anger and through spite. Pretty much. And what did it get him? Yeah, like, he was so angry with everything that that, he, that was his motivator, is just how angry he was about everything. Um, you know, and, and that's what kind of created this downward spiral and this inward struggle for him the whole time and and that's ultimately what undoes him and that's what's so tragic about his character mm-hmm. and that's the crazy thing is to get such a uh character driven ending compared to what we got originally if you know yeah. what was we thought was the ending of the character originally became only the beginning of him um he would have been a very different person if yeah. he had just stayed by palpatine's side and just served him up until the end he would have been killed to make room for anakin i don't think so because well maybe i don't know because I mean, got to think at that point, Anakin didn't exist on Palpatine's radar, but he, True. like, the only one he was disappointed in losing was Maul. Like, Maul was the first one, well, I won't say first, because he kind of was the first in the, li- in the line, but he was the one that Palpatine was like, oh, dang, that kind of sucks. That kind of throws off my plans Whoops. a little bit. Like, um, well, and again, it's one of those things where it's just like, here's more trauma and after effects of what came before. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly, he's not as noble as any of the Ghost Crew or anything like that, but he's mm-hmm. here because of his master. He's here because of the Clone Wars. He's here because of what he was, you know, um, uh, roped into being a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, similarly with Ahsoka, she's here because she was picked as a kid to be special and was a Jedi and then also wasn't good enough to be above reproach and everything. And, um, you know... A dyad in the force. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely very similar in some ways. I think that's where they kind of reflect each other. And that's Mm -hmm. what makes them such a connect. They are definitely, I'd say, connected. I mean, they continue to reconnect over the years and throughout the the big circumstances. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, the season finale is definitely far disconnected from Rebels versus Empire. It's much more personal. It's much more spiritual, Mm -hmm. you could kind of say than that um dealing with these things and i think even darth vader being there is not an empire thing that's just a darth vader thing that's a i need to settle this i need to kill what i thought was already dead in my past like Mm -hmm. at that point he hadn't really struggled with anything else he'd done the work to like no i am darth vader my past is my past all that is dead and then here comes ahsoka again it's just like yep i thought it was over (laughs) like you know, so he's there having to deal with it simply because, like, I can't afford to let my past come back yet. Yeah. Or at all. Oh, and one thing I forgot to say while we were talking about Maul. It, it re-dawned on me as we were talking. Mm-hmm. Of Aaron Hansen has an incredible quote while he is playing Sonic, I think. Um, if you don't know who Aaron Hansen is, animator on YouTube, Game Grumps, mm-hmm. one of my favorite people. Yeah. Um, he talked, he told a story about how he got to where he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the CEO of a company, incredibly, you know, talented person, very successful on YouTube. And he got there out of spite for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. And then realized that he wasn't happy. (laughs) Yeah. And that kind of threw him off for a long time. And then he started doing things to make him happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an incredible lesson as well of like, don't do something because someone tells you you can't. Mm-hmm. Let that be a motivator in some cases, but make sure that that's not the only thing. Like, this is this is heard mom therapy session. <laughs> right. Is don't live your life out of spite or envy. Because mm-hmm. speaking from experience, it's never going to lead to a, a good place. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, any, so anything he gets and builds... Obviously, it's fallen apart. Crimson Dawn fell apart. Um, yep. You know, this whole apprentice thing with Ezra, it was never going to work. His relationship with his brother, I mean, he found family. Literally, this guy who 
ravels on about losing his family, finds the last remaining bit of his family and uses him. Yep. And it's a form of trauma. I mean, he's not, just because he's messed up doesn't, you know, make him unresponsible for what happens. Like, no, like, he messed up. He abused his brother. And I think he only realizes that after he's gone. Like, that was my chance. And I wasted it. Yep. You know, and so, I mean, he, he's a character of tragedy. And, and I mean, so many well. dark side characters are because that's what it is. That's what it means to take all these things you've been dealt with in life that everyone deals with. Just because you're on this side or that side, it doesn't mean you don't deal with the things of life. It's just that you decided to take it in such a way that fuels anger and hate and resentment. And you've built this throne on tragedy. And you wonder why it ends in tragedy. It, that's all that bad stuff produces. Bad stuff produces bad stuff. Yep. But it can be if you allow it good stuff. Yep. Not because it's good, but because you make it good. Like you, like, well, this sucks, but you know, let's do this. Yep. There are two wolves inside of you. Kill both of them. <laughs> one wants pop tarts. <laughs> one wants chicken Not nuggets. Kill both of them. Which one do you feed? Yeah. Don't starve a wolf. They'll eat you. Kill the exactly. wolf. If you don't like the wolf inside of you, kill it. Like, that's the lesson. But you need to replace it with another wolf. Well, no. I mean, the idea is you have two wolves. One's good, one's bad. Which one do you feed? That's the most strongest. Yeah. If you starve the bad wolf, he's going to eat you. He's going to eat the good wolf, then he's going to eat you. Kill them both. Become an NPC. That's why just ignoring stuff that's a problem in your life doesn't make it go away. It just makes it worse because you don't deal with it. I made a joke about the wolf (laughs) analogy. And it's, he made it's it. It's a soapbox <laughs> for me. I'm sorry. Who that soapbox? So, Is um, it Dr. Browners? It's Irish Spring. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, um, I mean, it kind of ends off in a point where the rebels are working on establishing their base and everything. Yes. Um, There's spidery, spidery base. Yeah, which has been a big focus of the rebels' side of things. You know, there's these personal journeys going on. And that's what's important about this thing with Kanan and Ezra is they're like, hey, You've got rebel stuff to do, but if we keep, you know, going with you, this Jedi stuff is going to cause you problems, so we have to go deal with it. And, it, you know, it's recognizing there's other things than just rebels versus empire going on that we have to be involved in and that we have to deal with. Um, but nonetheless, you know, that's the balance of the stories. And so it only gets stronger in season three. We get the introduction of the Bindu. We get more Maul. We get all of these elements that continue to grow on it's bigger than you think it is. It's bigger than just rebels versus empire. Yeah. It's bigger than just what we're wanting and focusing on, you know, and, and so season three only grows on what's been established. And so I'm very excited because a lot of cool things happen there. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, being more mall stuff, but, um, you know, we, we build towards big things. Of course, uh, yeah. Thrawn's introduced. We're saying this as of, you know, I mean, we're, we're about a quarter or a third of the way through season three ourselves. Yeah. So it's not like I'm saying anything you don't already know or yeah. haven't seen. Listen, man, there might be an episode in season four that we skip just so he lives forever. <laughs> if yeah, I don't thanks, see spoilers. it, it's not real. That's not true. Um, so uh, that said, that brings us up to speed. That covers our highlights and favorite moments of Star Wars Rebels season one and two. There's probably, yeah. as always, more we can talk about, but it's not there right now. But there's so much mall to talk about. Because we have to save... Uh, you know, we have to save it for more conversations. We have to save the content. We can't give or give you all the content at once. Uh, and so speaking of content and Star Wars Rebels and the reasoning why we're both excited about things with the podcast and also why we're talking about Rebels today is because of um, the fact that we are bringing our Rebels rewatch as it is to an end. Yes. Um, as you know it. Yes. It's being rebirthed. Don't worry. But um, to preface it. Uh, what's happening is, you know, our uh, podcast host site, Anchor, um, who we greatly appreciate and gives us a lot of cool tools for free, and it's Anybody? amazing. No, they don't. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> if you want to sponsor us or join our Patreon, please do. Please. Um, I mean, you know, and, and while we're at it, shout out to our patrons, because they helped us make this big decision, and they supported us in it. And You paid for um, us. Yeah, and, and, and so if you want input into the show, if you want to support the show, and if you want to kind of have a hand in the show, that's what Patreon's for. That's really all we can offer. We can't do the big stuff that most podcasts can do, but we can say that if you care enough to give us money, you're going to get a part of the show. You're going to get a piece of the action. And so 
That's what Patreon's for. You can find the links down below and all that other stuff. Mm. Um, so uh, another thing that Anchor has done um, is allowed us to partner with WordPress and create a site. And if you, you know, we have a lot of podcast friends, so they may know about that, and that's cool and everything. But what it's done is we've created nerdherderpodcast.wordpress.com, where you can follow us from now on and subscribe for content, where you'll see our latest episodes. Um, you'll see all kinds of important links on uh, where to watch, listen, and support the show. But also, it gives us the access to blog. And so by opening that avenue, we have decided, and our patrons have supported the decision to move Rebels Rewatch to a blog-only format. That doesn't mean that we won't talk about Rebels. Um, you can look forward to Rebels-based content like this, where we sit and discuss big episodes and big moments. And yeah. you can guarantee milestones will be discussed. But by and large, our episode-by-episode -episode chronicling will be a blog format. Um, I know that reading sucks, and it's, you know, a lot of work. Um, but we hope that you'll support it, and you'll be a part of it. And again, it's not the end of Rebels discussions and, um, you know, Rebels on Nerd Herder. It's just evolving, and it's making it easier for us to deliver it to you. Uh, there's been a reason why it's taken us three months to get back to it. It's just yeah. such a extra vestigial show and it's no matter how much we love it it's just something that's harder to deliver than you know our normal episodic content so to be able to put it in a more concise way and a more deliverable way only serves to get you what you like and make it easier on us to do what you like yes so that said uh nerdherderpodcast.wordpress.com is where you can find that go ahead and subscribe and and um, get more information and again, if you want in on decisions, if you want um, to uh, see the show go further and have an idea about that, then Patreon's the way to do that. Um, Anchor's amazing, and you can give through Anchor with no benefits. You don't get the patron benefits if you give through Anchor, but you can do it. Um, and all of that goes to support the show and make what we do possible because this is a hobby. And, you know, what we put into it is what we put into it. But we have people like Jim and Doug and Rebecca who give a little more, give something back. And if you don't give back, you're not a bad person. You're not no, a bad no. fan. Um, you know, uh, we love the, you. Yeah, to the people that share it, to the people that rate it, to the people that talk about it, you're just as much a fan as our patrons. You know, it's just being a fan in different ways. So, uh, And at the end of the day, we're a stupid little podcast, so anything you do is kind of amazing. So just know that. Yeah. So, again, Podcast dot wordpress dot com is where you can find more content it's going to be a little bit of a hub for us and for content in the future and everything uh, you can subscribe to get to that to get notified when we post new episodes and you can listen everywhere just because it's on wordpress doesn't mean it yes. locks you into a certain way if you like apple you can still listen through apple it's just yeah. a delivery method if you want to listen on your microwave i'm sure we could get in there you know, anything's possible with your generous uh, subscription of nineteen ninety nine a month. You got metal fillings That's in your teeth. That's $1,999 a month. Yeah, we, we're we, in your teeth. We'll get, we'll, so, I'm, I'm going to get them. Anyway, um, so, so that that's a big thank you to our patrons, and that's a big announcement that we're excited about. We're excited to be able to continue to talk about something we love, clearly. We, t we just did a whole episode talking yeah. about how much we love Rebels, and we continue, we will continue to do that. Um and yeah and and hope you look forward to it and hope you'll support the new platform um we're a little yeah. bit of everywhere now you can listen to us you can watch us now you can read us it's entirely possible that it won't just be rebels rewatch oh no absolutely not but that's our sort of flagship blog as of right now um if you want to give ideas best way to do that and deliver it straight to us is patron you wanna... and yeah. yeah i'm not trying to oversell it of give us money or else it's just more of a like we're going to do what we do, but if you want to steer the ship, that's that's the best way to do it. <laughs> you want to give me an opinion on whether or not I should keep wearing this hat? <laughs> right? I like um, it. Ten points if you can recognize the hat. Yes. Um, other than that, we just want to shout out our friends over at Red 5, um, other podcast people who do great cool stuff and talk about things like Star Wars and like literally everything else. Uh, there's not too much those guys won't talk about. So uh, in between our episodes, because we deliver so, you know, weirdly... Um, listen to other podcasts. Check them out um, at red5network.com. Gameinfinite.net, where you can get all your gaming news and content. Everything from cosplay to art to reviews. Um, our friend Jesse, who runs Game Infinite, just did a whole blog about five new kinds of Halo 
uh, game modes that would be cool. And he's very spot on. They would all be amazing. Mm -hmm. And so um, all kinds of things from original posts to reviews and everything. GameInfinite.net. If you love games, you'll love GameInfinite. You know, another uh, website that the kids should check out. Wikipedia? ICanHasCheeseburger.com. I mean, I guess. No? I remember that one. What? It's, it's, listen, man, that was the original, like, meme forum. I, I didn't digest normal kid content, so. <laughs> I was busy. I was, yeah, I was busy being 60-year-old man at six. I was busy um, smoking eight packs a day <laughs> and watching C-SPAN. Right? So, uh, yeah, um, thank you to everybody for listening and checking out, and be sure to rate, share, all that good stuff. Yeah, thanks and, for putting up with this. Yep. Some of you pay for, for it, some of you don't. I don't know what's worse, but. There you go. That's the show, and we'll be back. We've got lots of exciting things. So much to talk about on Nerdyverse. Nerdyverse is set for the year, I think, because gosh dang, we've got so much nerd stuff. Boy. It's exciting. We will, at some point, release more information, but there's lizards, there's gorillas, there's men in tight suits, there's uh, guys with scorpion tails, there's all kinds of stuff, and if you can glean any hints that I've just given you, then you are a nerd, and you should subscribe. Get over here. Speaking of, we've got tons of Star Wars stuff because Bad Batch is coming out on May 4th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. Can't wait. Go figure. Star Wars Day. I don't know why I'm being so condescending. I'm excited. Ooh, 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 ooh. Guess what? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Bird and Bucky's coming out and we're and excited. Um, yeah, the first thing I can say is because it's coming up next is uh, Nerdyverse is talking about WandaVision. Yes, it is. So if you've watched that, if you're up to date and you enjoy it and you want to go through therapy with us, then stay tuned in for uh, that conversation. Um, that's all I'm going to promise so far as far as Nerdyverse, Star Wars. Gosh, we're talking about a lot. We really are. We're talking about some snow. We're talking about Qui-Gon. We're talking about so much more. Ooh, <laughs> Just subscribe. You better put on your yoga pants because they're going to be slam-a-jam-packed. If it, if it sounds exciting, if all if you can't decide what to listen to, listen to it all and subscribe for all of it delivered straight to your ears and eye holes. All your crevices will be filled with Nerd Herder. <laughs> I didn't uh, like that one. Oh, uh, no, that's probably not that, going to clear the censorship. That sounds like a joke that I would make. Yeah, our patrons are going to have an investor's call about that one. That's fine. Good night. Night.